This is Paul Jenkins, and you're listening to the Reluctant Leader Podcast. Now, I believe two things are true. One, everyone leads someone. And two, no one really feels qualified to lead anyone. So maybe you feel overlooked, unqualified, invisible. But the good news is, in the Bible and in life, the most qualified aren't always the most obvious. It's the second Tuesday of October. I'm sitting at my desk with a freshly brewed glass of iced tea. And while I mean no disrespect to the band U2, today I'm going to show you how one simple verse in the Bible shows that they were wrong when they said they still hadn't found what they're looking for. Now, you know, I love diving into the Bible with you guys. And here we are, um, Proverbs chapter 11. I'm reading this this morning, and I, I come across verse 27. And here's what it says. He who seeks good finds good, but evil comes to him who searches for it. Listen to that again. He who seeks good finds good, but evil comes to him who searches for it. And I thought immediately of that song by you two. Like, you know, as they said, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. But this this proverb seems to indicate that we find what we're looking for. So you you know this to be true, and I think we're gonna we're gonna talk about the truth of this proverb and then we'll bring it into the leadership space. Man, people tend to find what they look for. Some people are always looking for a fight. Guess what they find? A fight. Do you know people that always tell you about the drama that's going on in their lives? They're like, man, I seem to spill the tea. They're always talking about people that are creating drama. Well, what I always think is it seems like everywhere you go, you find drama. Why? Because drama is what they're looking for. You can, you can share facts about current events in our world with two different people, and they will have two different takes on those facts because they're going to find what they're looking for. And that's what this proverb is all about. If you're looking for good, guess what? You're probably going to find it. And if you're looking for evil, guess what? You're probably going to find evil. Now, what does that mean for us as leaders and more specifically as maybe reluctant leaders, which that's who this podcast is for, people who feel called to leadership and yet are reluctant to step into those spaces and those positions because we're not quite sure if we'll be good enough. What this means for us is that sometimes we're, we're too aware of what we don't have or we're too aware of what we can't do. All we see is our inability. And so all we see is how we won't be good enough. And I want to just take a couple minutes today and try to tweak that truth in a way that allows you to see it from a different perspective. Because you are going to find what you're looking for. So when you have opportunities in your organization or in your church, in the, in the, the places where you lead, when you have opportunities, if you see those as obstacles that only make you more aware of how you can't do it, you're never going to find solutions. You're always going to find failures and reasons to not attempt things. But when you see opportunities as 
holy cow, like we could actually do this. This could advance the mission of our organization forward. Then you're going to begin to look for solutions and avenues to make that opportunity become a reality. There's a, a, a verse in Romans chapter four that talks about Abraham. I just want to read that to you real quick. You can hear my Bible turning, I hope. And here's what it says. It says, against all hope, Abraham in hope believed. This is in Romans chapter 4, verse 18. And so, because he believed, and so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Now remember, Abraham's really old. He, he didn't have the promise that had been given to him. And so, he could have only seen the fact that he was old, his wife was old. God, you promised me a whole lot of kids, like more than the stars in the heavens and the sands on the, on the shore, you, but you've given me nothing. So he could have seen hopeless failure, but instead it says against all hope. In other words, as people were telling him, you're crazy, stop believing, he continued to believe. Next verse says, without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God being fully persuaded, not partially persuaded, but fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised in my Bible, I have a couple phrases underlined. Here they are against all hope, he faced the fact, yet he did not waver. When we talk about finding what we're looking for, sometimes we think that that means we're supposed to like put our heads in the sand and, and just deny what we see and just believe God in spite of what we see. But what we read here about Abraham is that he, he lifted his head he faced the facts he looked squarely at the fact that he was a hundred that his his wife's womb was was barren and in spite of that he still believed that God could do what God had promised that he would do see Abraham found what he was looking for he recognized the facts but he was looking beyond the facts to the person who had promised. And sometimes we just get caught up on, in what we can see. We get caught up with what we've been told. We hear a certain report. We hear the, a certain news cycle. And, and we start to believe that because, well, that's facts. We can, those are facts. You can't argue with facts. No, you don't have to argue with facts. We can face those facts and still see beyond them to a God who's able to do what he promised. Listen, when we talk about finding what we're looking for, this isn't about ignoring difficulties. This is about recognizing difficulties and then seeing beyond them to the God of possibilities. Let me close this session with Psalm 121, especially I want to read it to you from the New Living Translation. Some of you may have heard this in other um, translations. It says, I lift up my eyes to the hills, right, from where my help comes from. But I think it's more than just I lift up my eyes. There, 
there is this element of we we tend to look down and only see a limited perspective and God is calling us to lift up our eyes and see him right to see something greater than where we just happen to be standing the dirt under our feet or the obstacle right in front of us he calls us to lift up your eyes right look up look for something different look from look from a different perspective right but in the New Living Translation, listen to how it's worded. It says, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Let me just break down those two verses really quickly. He looks up to the mountains, but he, he doesn't say that's where my help comes from. We've all heard, especially if, you, if you've been in church, you've heard um you know, like if, if you have enough faith, you can pray and you can speak to that mountain and the mountain will be moved. Sometimes we focus so much on the mountain, right? And what the psalmist says here is, I look up to the mountains, but is that where my help comes from? No, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Let's just translate that. I look up and see the mountain. And is that where my help comes from? No, my help comes from the one who made that mountain. God sits in authority over the mountains and obstacles in our lives, y'all. And this is what the rest of that psalm says about that God. And I just want to read it over you and pray for you. And I pray that this encourages you. The God who made the mountains that we face, the God who made the heavens and earth, he will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. Friend, can I just tell you this? If we will look for that God, we will find him. We will find him in every situation that we find ourselves in. You could be facing really bad medical news. You could be facing a horrible financial crisis. You could be facing relational difficulties. You might be facing a promise from God like Abraham that has still not begun to come to pass. But the question is, are we going to continue to just look at the impossibility with this belief that we'll never get past it? Or will we find something different by looking for something different or someone different? Could we look for the promiser more than we're looking for the promise? And can we see him? And when we do, we'll begin to see him everywhere. Think about how this would transform your family or your church or the school that you attend or your city. If you looked for signs of Jesus and signs of God everywhere you went, if in every interaction you looked for evidence of Jesus, you would find yourself saying to people who don't even love Jesus, who don't even follow Jesus, you would say things to them like, you know, when I saw you, when I saw you stop your car and help that person cross the street, when I saw you do that, that reminded me of Jesus. Can you imagine the, the face, facial expressions you would get back 
as you start to tell people that they remind you of someone and his name is Jesus, instead of looking at the world and letting it remind us of how bad things are and that the, the world is going to hell in a handbasket and Satan's carrying the handbasket and people are acting just like the devil and you're a demon and you're this and you're that, instead of seeing the negativity, because that's what we're looking for, let's look for God in those situations. Let's face the fact that our world is a mess and still believe that God is able to do what he promised he would do. And if we'll do that, if we'll look for that, friend, we will find what we are looking for. No, I don't think we should rewrite the song by YouTube, but I do think we should remember this that we're not called to live a life full of disappointment where we never see the promise of God. We are called to live a life where we are constantly lifting up our eyes, not only to see the mountain, but to see beyond it and to see the one who made the mountain and know that that God, that God who made that mountain, he will protect me. He will watch over me. He will keep me from all harm. He will watch over me as I come and as I go. He will do it now and he will do it forever. Lean in to whatever device you're listening to right now, and let me just pray over you. God, I pray this faith into my listeners right now that whatever they're facing, they would begin to get a greater vision of who you are, that they would begin to find you because they're looking for you, and that you would reveal yourself to them in a way that is powerful and strong and in a way that fills them with faith to believe that you can and will do what you have promised. Just like Abraham, that they will be fully persuaded that God has the power to do what he promised. You are who you say you are, and you will do what you say you will do. And that is what we're looking for today. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to the Reluctant Leader Podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of this conversation. You can follow us at the ReluctantLeaderPodcast.com or wherever you download your podcast. Be sure that you subscribe and like us and leave us a rating and a comment. We'd love to hear from you and hear what God's showing you. And remember this, no matter how reluctant you feel, keep saying yes, and he'll do the rest.